Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This week on Pop Gaze, we talk TikTok's pink sauce lady, homophobia and sports, and the elephant that held a grudge. Woo! Hi, I'm Jordan. I'm Charlie. And I'm Aurelia. And welcome to Pop Gaze, a pop culture podcast for postmodern queers. For postmodern queers! Yeah! <laughs> Hello! Bonjour! Anyone there? Hello! Merci! Comment ça va? Ah, ça va, ça va. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? Ah, I love it. How are we? What's been going on? Um, just had the most delicious sip of Coke No Sugar from a glass bottle. Nectar of the gods. Could never be me. Oh, yeah, always the full sugar bitch, aren't you? Oh, full sugar bitch. They need to come out with Coke extra sugar. <laughs> your teeth would just be absolutely ratchet. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a congealed, like. I do think that the glass bottle makes a difference. Definitely. It right? tastes like I'm in Italy. If they mm. were to, yeah, if they were to change to completely glass bottles, I'd, I'd fucking come every day. Mm. I love it. <laughs> I think it's. With the cans as well, the acidity of the beverage reacts to the aluminium can, thus altering the <gasps> flavor. Oh my god! Bang! Um, really? I have chills. <laughs> you can call <laughs> me. I can't. Dr. This is a <laughs> podcast now. Wow! Welcome to my class, students. Doctor Carl, look out! Oh, oh my, my god. god! Sorry. Speaking of like random like beverages and condiments, can we please talk about pink sauce? Oh my god! <laughs> I feel like this is one of those things. It's like YouTube drama. I felt like I came into pink sauce in the middle, like at the point where everybody had ordered them and no one had it yet. And now I'm like backtracking being like, she won't tell anyone what it tastes like. <laughs> What's the fuck? And it has dragon fruit in it. Allegedly. And that's what makes it pink, no? Uh, yeah, well, that's true. I mean, so does pink food die. <laughs> but um, it's just so dumb as well to me because I – as a child would always mix ketchup and mayo, which are classic German condiments together and they would turn pink and I'd be like, it's so pretty and eat my frankfurts with it. Yeah. Uh, and it's like- what a, what a beautiful, idyllic German child. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I ate my frankfurts. <laughs> I ate my frankfurts with my pink sauce. <laughs> and I was like, this is a fucking life. Yeah. Why would you order that shit off TikTok? Of a woman who in a live somebody asked her if it was FDA approved and she was like, it doesn't need to be. It's not a drug. She didn't know what FDA stand, stands for. And for those of you who also know, 
which is fine. I'm not shaming that. But if you are selling, <laughs> if you uh, genuinely don't know, it's food and drug administration. Yeah. But if you're selling food on the internet, you should know what FDA stands for. Yes. You know, it's inexcusable in my books. Aurelia, you are absolutely structuring your sentences like someone who has recently been attempted to cancel. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, like, yeah. It's fine if you don't know no, what FDA, there's no shame in that. <laughs> I'm sick of holding shit back like anymore. We are a non-FDA approved <laughs> podcast. Sometimes Get into it. We laugh at things that people don't know about, and this woman didn't know what FDA was oh but while she's selling <laughs> food. Sorry, this is a tiny bit of a segue, but I had a tw- I made a tweet the other week that was like, to anyone who's booking me for rooms um, and asking for my bio, here it is, and then it's just Charlie Lewin is a writer and comedian and hates writing bios, and no one even reads this shit anyway. Here you go. And then someone commented on it being like, hey, just so you know, um, bio is actually a really important thing for people who are like differently abled or um, on the spectrum because it can help them actually know what the event's going to be like. And it's like, okay, I'm sure that is true. Um, But I was very clearly making a joke about my exhaustion at like (laughs) having having to put out this same thing a hundred times for room bookers who ask an email about a photo or a bio and it's like just rip off my Facebook profile well, picture. Thing, it's yeah. more a comment on the fact that it's there. It's been given. I There's a yes. bio. You can yes. find my bio and my headshot and most of the gigs that we're doing are simply just comedian. Yes. Like, yeah, you don't need it's anything like more than that. Nobody's getting paid for this gig. Yeah. It just is so much admin at this point. Yeah. And also – I mean, I I get their point, whatever. I'm, again, speaking like somebody who has been cancelled recently. But, <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, that should be on the event. It's like, yeah. this is what the event is. Yeah. And the and individual people in the event, I don't know how it's going to help someone to know my background, which I'm already going to talk about in the set. Yes. Yeah, and like, don't get, don't get me wrong. Like, as <laughs> I'm speaking as someone <laughs> to prevent myself from getting cancelled, don't get me wrong. But like, I understand what this person was saying, and like, I agree with them. But what I don't agree with is like the context. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, I'm not. I didn't get up and say, "Hey, everyone, stop making bios on events and like, suck my dick while you're at it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I didn't. I, I didn't like come for anyone. You know, yeah. I, I, and but it made me feel that feeling of like. Have I overstepped? Like, am I like careless and like yeah. all this kind of stuff? And then all I'm of like, a sudden, you're gaslighting yourself yes. because somebody tried to cancel you. The car, yeah. It's very annoying having to send an email. <laughs> Full stop. Yes. Let alone when all the information is readily available online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you know who you are, and you're not listening to this podcast, so I don't know. Why yeah, I yeah. Know <laughs> but nobody else does it. Just, just, just. Look it up. Yes. You'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah, honestly. Um, Sorry, I derail us a little bit. Pink sauce. No, no, no. We needed to get the message out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the pink sauce lady is hilarious. Um, I'm obsessed with people talking about how watery it is. Do you, 
<laughs> do either of you know, like, what what's her claim to fame? Like, how did she become a thing? She just started selling <laughs> That's it. That's her claim to fame. But, like, the amount of, like, stitches and videos, I, I sat through a th- three-minute video where somebody was explaining how most sauces are either based on mayo or vinaigrette. <laughs> and they were like, I'm a food scientist and this is how it works. And I was like, oh, my God. At this point, a deconstruction. I, I hadn't even watched the original pink yeah. sauce videos i went straight into what my for you page gave me and apparently it tastes a little bit like ranch sauce but that's what i found out it just um, doesn't look appealing to me it looks like strawberry big m mm, just mm. it looks and it also just looks like if you were heinz or whatever and in that marketing department just get one of your actual food scientists to whip the shit up yeah, yeah. how hard is it to drop a little bit of pink Coloring yeah. in oh, your ranch sauce. If every fucking influencer can come out with like a protein ball, like you can do it, babe. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And also, th- yeah, she she hasn't copyrighted her shit. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely not. <laughs> she <laughs> doesn't know what FDA stands for. Yeah. Well, she doesn't even know what fucking like uh, ratios and like recipe it is. Like on the people were commenting about like how. Um, Oh, the nutrition label? Yeah, the nutrition, inverted commas, label. <laughs> it's just these, it's like, all made up numbers. But yeah. it was, not only that, it was angel numbers. Oh, yeah, it said 444. Four, four. Yeah. Mm, that's like, so she, funny. So she, like, lied and made it particular amounts of ingredients so that it added up to angel numbers. So, I love it. She's manifesting. What an icon. <laughs> She's talking to the gods. And then people, like, <laughs> opening up, like, damaged boxes of, like, these weird, like, reused cartons with like shitty like stickers stuck onto it and then it's like oh it came broken and leaking and it's like who could have thought absolutely of course it's broken and leaking it's not refrigerated yeah and i mean would you eat it would you try it no no i would get one chip and dip it in and try it i'm concerned about the egg in the mayo Okay, Ooh. that's fair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's my concern. True, you don't fuck the, with eggs. No, some people are finding mold in on the lid, um, and some people <laughs> don't even have the stickers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's arriving with no yeah. labels. No. But the other thing, though, is, like, people are looking to buy it, and she's making bank right she now. She is making my and people aren't. Like, what are they going to do? Like, they know what they, like, eyes open you're, going into it. You're right. kind of ordering it for the disaster at this point. Yeah, no? should we order one? Uh, mm, I just the post. She wouldn't know how to ship it. It to will Australia. arrive next year. Yeah. <laughs> like a one coming out. It'll just be like a pink thing of mold. Yeah. Oh, and salmonella. I don't know. I love these. That's what I mean. Where I came in midway. Suddenly, this was like this big thing, and I'm like, how did it begin? Yeah, I don't yeah. understand the origin of it. And y- you know what? Like, it, this is again like a segue. But another thing that's been like blowing up on social media, Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, everything has been monkeypox. Oh um, my and like god! People yeah. are like <laughs> the d- pink sauce, <laughs> like <laughs> pink sauce, and it's just big flop. Can yeah. we can we get a fucking break? A and B. Thank you to everyone who's sharing their experiences and making it less stigmatized by yes. talking about what it is. Yeah. But having said that, like people have rightfully said that we didn't properly listen with COVID yeah. as a society. Yeah. Not specifically us as pop gays. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Again, cancel speak. <laughs> yeah. But 
monkeypox effects, you know, can like have like lesions on your face and this mm. kind of stuff. And like once people's vanity comes into it, it's people will inherently take it much more seriously. Because they can see it. We're very simple animals as yeah. well. Yeah. If you can see it, then you can it's very hard to dispute its effects. But mm. have you guys been seeing as well, because there's been all this like fear mongering, um, like scare articles and stuff like that that are like making it like the gay disease and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And there's yeah. all this like spooky kind of like echoes of like the HIV AIDS crisis mm. in terms of like how it's happening. And it feels like where, cause it's been like, is it the FDA? I don't know who, who fucking <laughs> makes it, but it's like an official disease now. What is it? The it's CDC? The WHO. 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 Yeah. yeah. The World Health and what the FDA said <laughs> it's a fucking real disease. It's a sauce. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's officially an emergency. Yeah. Which is, um, I, re- I remember when COVID was an emergency. And yes. it's like, can we get vaccinated, please? Yeah. You want to know why we can't? Because you need to be a fucking dick-sucking faggot <laughs> to the nth degree. I'm not even kidding. Have this you is seen- a quote from the, the yeah. World Health Organization. <laughs> Have you the, seen the forms? In a, are they in Australia no, now? Oh, you can't get it in Australia. But because I, I thought that because I was like, oh, I'm going to the US and like it's just, and again, this is just to say it's not a gay thing. Yeah. It's if you're in a club and you're having fun this summer, you're going to get monkeypox at yeah. this rate. If we're not getting vaccinated, it's it so can scary. hit anyone. I'm seeing all these memes about it that I hadn't even thought about how it's certainly homophobic. <laughs> No, I was like, this is so funny. They're only letting the gays get vaccinated. Like we're first in line, baby. No, but it's so dumb. Yeah, Yeah. because it's so dark. It's like, oh, we're all. Everyone loves going to a club. Yeah, like it's not. Well, I have a um, sexual thing. I I give blood. Hold your applause. I haven't given in about a year, um, because I vomited (laughs) and I I keep getting uh, tattoos, and you have to wait like three months. Anyway, I digress. Mm. Um. My parents are now able to give blood because they lived in the UK in the 90s, so they weren't allowed to for ages. That's finally come through. Like gay men still cannot give blood, Mm -hmm. which is wild to me because on the form that you fill out, it's like, have you had unprotected anal sex? Has anyone you've slept with had unprotected it's anal sex? It's not even sex? that. It's are you sexually active in the past? Have you had sex with a man in in six months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and oh. I was like, any of your partners? When I was like in my early twenties, you know, <laughs> Mama uh, got around. Uh, no, I don't fucking know. And like some of the guys that I was like fucking are like arty, like you know, they're oh, not hundred percent straight Yeah, absolutely. Nelly boys. And I found out, like in hindsight, that one of them. I mean, you, had. you worked in musical theater, Jordan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it was unprotected, but it was just one of those things where I was like, "This is so fucking dubious. Nobody fucking knows." And like, I understand that has to be protected, but it goes through so many tests and stuff like that. And <laughs> yeah, it, like, just test it better. You if literally, you, if you want our blood to get it in america you have to a be on prep you have to b have had unprotected sex within like three hours (laughs) literally it's like you need to be dripping with cum and walk into that clinic like butt fucking naked or they're like get out and it's like yeah horrendous it should be easily dispensed and it's like how have we not learned how to like prepare for a fucking pandemic at this point can we just make more doses and also the other thing that comes to mind is when 
people who were like COVID deniers got COVID. Mm. And yeah. you know, just that like Schadenfreude. Like it gets me hard. I love the way you say I'm, that word. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> beautiful. I'm like, if if you are saying that this is a thing for gays and you're straight. Well, it's also like you're so wrong. Like you're yeah. so wrong. The stats are out. It's, yeah. There's more heads who are getting infected with HIV and AIDS because mm. they're so like, oh, it could never get me. Yeah. It's also, yeah. There are like things that we need to learn from history. And it's that like it is primarily affecting at the moment like, cause there's been a huge breakout of men who have sex with men, but it doesn't stay like that. Mm. And if it gets perpetuated as a gay disease and there's all this homophobia about that, that's not only terrible because it's homophobic and it damages like access to health for queer people. But on top of that, it means that like straight people or someone who is thinking that like, oh, well, this is not like relevant to me. It doesn't pertain to me aren't like prepared, aren't... They're they're not alert. Yeah, because already, you know, whether it's like bisexual men or someone who has sex or... It's not even sex sometimes. It can just literally be body contact. And that's the Mm. thing. It's spread really easily and you don't have to sleep with the person you're getting it from. A lot of people I've seen on social media have just been out on like a night out and have gotten it shortly after. And again, like in a club environment, it's impossible sometimes to not touch skin with someone yeah and in a way like that's why i'm going to the club because i'm like pressing through the crowds and like having fun but i'm kind of stressed out and like that's just like such a human early 20s experience that just feels like it's a being taken away from us from all this bullshit that's happening but b it's just something people need to be aware of you can get a lot of different infections without doing the thing that people especially your parents or teachers tell you Um, how you get it. Yeah. And it's like a new disease. Well, you know, like new on this scale, like, you know, we don't really know how it's going to be. You know, people were very much like, oh, COVID will be over in a week, blah, blah, blah. Like remember when they were like, we're going to just go into lockdown for four weeks and we're like, four weeks, yay. And like two years later, we're still in a pandemic. Yeah. And just just like, not to continue the doom speak, um, skip ahead if you need. (laughs) (laughs) I promise we'll end on something light. Um, But yeah, like also like foot and mouth as well and how that's going to affect the cattle and stuff in Australia and like livestock and our native animals. I work with animals a lot. I'm no longer allowed to take my shoes home. Like we have to get changed at work because of the the risk of foot and mouth disease is huge and it, it spreads to. Like elephants can get it, giraffes can get it. I'm not hinting as to where I work at all. (laughs) (laughs) If you see me there, say nothing. Um, (laughs) Traveling circus. Traveling circus, exactly. I work in the circus. Um, It's full on. And it's also, it's frustrating because there's so many things that I'm like, do we, it doesn't feel like any of our governments have learned anything. They spent the whole time praying for it to be over soon. Yeah. Mm. They spent no time being like, what are we learning? How do we build towards something better? It's the same with everybody coming back to work. You know, when they yeah. opened it back up and like everybody come out, it's like, oh, there's another COVID wave. What a shame. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? Yeah. And it's like, because you're not, we're not learning. We're just rushing towards profit as soon as possible, which in the long term is going to lead us into a recession fa- way faster than anything else. And it's like, welcome to the recession. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't print more money. We made it up. Print it. <laughs> oh I give a fuck. Yeah. Give, give me money. some. Give me some. I want to go. <laughs> yes. Ah, it's just, yeah. Anyway. 
Speaking but everything's going to be good. What do you want to say to that? <laughs> Sorry, of- the second you said elephant, I was like, we've got to talk about oh, <laughs> elephants and giraffes. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen earlier the this the thing about the elephant that killed this woman? I did. I saw it on Twitter. I love it so much. Uh, what it did she do? <laughs> what did that bitch she, do? So this elephant, um, for those listening, if you the haven't seen it. The nastiest elephant yeah. you've ever seen. <laughs> she literally like... There was this woman that was like trampled by the elephant or something like that. Was it an Asian elephant? Was it in India? It was in India. Yeah, it yeah. was an Asian, was an Asian elephant. elephant. Yeah. Two little year baby. Then they had a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this poor woman. But also, <laughs> but also, elephants have famously good memories. Yes, yeah. they know. They are so intelligent. Yeah. Um, this elephant came to the funeral service. And then <laughs> trampled. Pulled her body out of. Pulled her out of the coffin. And shook it about. Shook it about. <laughs> and then, then um, went and destroyed her house. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't saw know that, she but destroyed I forgot. her house. That's so yes. funny. Queer icon. I think this, I think someone, I don't know if this was like a thing that someone was saying as a theory of whether it was the actual like backstory, but um, someone was saying that she had enabled or was like involved somehow with like poachers that took this elephant's babies. <gasps> I was thing. thinking that. Don't fuck with elephants. Yeah, don't yeah. fuck with baby elephants. And just like, uh, I just fucking love it. Elephants will also have this ability to plan ahead. And she was like, for the future, they're focused on future generations within the herd. For the future generations, let this cunt never have a house. <laughs> let her not have anything to pass on to her children. Yes. Yeah. Let the pass away horrifically. Yeah. I need to make sure she's dead. <laughs> let me shake her. Like, yeah, what you did to my baby, I'm going to do to you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, man, I love elephants. They are a keystone animal. Which means that if they die, we die. If we don't have elephants anymore, really? we're fucked. Yeah. I mean, emotionally, that's true for emotionally, me. Emotionally, yes. If, if I was also in the world without shook. elephants. But keystone animals, not to get on my like animal shit, but it's interesting. Keystone animals mean that if, yeah, if they die, it will drastically affect the way we live. And particularly Southeast Asian elephants, um, where they're placed in the world and the way that they shit, their shit only, ha- so they only process 46% of the food that they eat. Mm-hmm. So the rest of it comes out exactly the same way it came in. Like, like for seeds. insects and stuff? Yeah. yeah, seeds, branches, and they can eat shit that most animals can't. They eat like branches and stuff like that. So they're actually like replenishing the rainforest as they move through in these little like fertilizer packages. Wow. We wouldn't have oxygen in Australia. We wouldn't have the lifestyle that we have here without elephants. So fucking let them stomp on my grave. Let them do whatever they <laughs> Honestly, want as long as they stick around. It's so strange as well how as the world progressively gets worse, how everything is interconnected <laughs> yes. just like makes more and more sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because it's like, oh, fuel prices are going up. That's because of the conflict. Yeah. In Ukraine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, grain prices are going up. That's because of that. And you're like, oh, my God, I had no idea there's going to be a hummus shortage because of the chickpeas being held up by the Russians. No, Putin. <laughs> Putin, give this me is, my chickpeas. This is too far. Yeah. This yeah. is too far. Oh, my God, like, are you crying? <laughs> First you prosecute the gays in your own country and then you do this internationally? Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. This is the first thing that I've cared about <laughs> that you've done. But like, not to like, not to like take a puff. But it does go to show, like, the, we don't live independently of the world. Like, we everything don't does. At like, all. 
like everything has an impact and will even like we were talking about splendor last time but also being there and being like this ground who knows yeah <laughs> like i expected a fucking poppy to, to come out of the ground being like so trampled on oh yeah uh, but i think there are positives do you guys have any positive things <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like it's going to go one of two ways, obviously. Um, we're either going to all die or we're not going to all die. we're not going to die. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. either brings me peace. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And I mean, there's, certain, there's certainty at the end, which is death. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not bad. I take solace in the fact that there is a way to turn this around. We just have to kill a few cunts. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't want to do it. I'm, I'm squeamish. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will get the fucking yeah. um, little thing and look through it and assassinate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Putin. yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's, but also part of me is like, oh, maybe I need to go, you know? I mean, may, well. This no, don't. <laughs> don't all jump to my defense, guys. No, no Johnny, you have so much to live for. No, 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 we need you here. Fishing for life. Do you guys think that I should get the gear team? Should I, I die? <laughs> Would it be Cam? Would it be Cam if I died like Marie? So, Marie Antoinette. Oh, God. We're, we're very doomsday delirious today. I know, really I know. But things, I don't know. There's like there's, there's fun in the world. Yeah, there's we good can, shit happening. Yeah, we could travel. You're gonna go overseas. Oh, you're saying I, it? I yes. am. Yes, I'm going to the states, which is also why I'm like, can I get another COVID booster? Like, yeah. yeah. Are Just you selling? So you have asthma. <laughs> okay. I I tried to get my COVID booster yesterday, and my doctor told me that I have to wait till four months from my infection. Oh, oh. yeah. I was yeah. like, so I turned 30 for nothing. <laughs> well, um, the other thing is like, I was like, why aren't they giving them out? Someone was like, oh, it's because like this age group is not as much at risk, which is fair enough. Like, yeah. Fine. Oh, and to but, be clear, by the way, don't take what I'm saying as reason not to wait for your COVID. Yeah, everyone get their booster. Yeah, please get your yeah, booster yeah, as soon as yeah, you yeah. can. When go is to the FDA? Yeah, go, yeah. go to your GP <laughs> because I'm actually going to go to a different GP because I reckon that is dodge. <laughs> yeah, I reckon I reckon they should just give it to people who want it. I, uh, someone I know was asking about the Marina IUD and I haven't had it Wait, ever. what's this? It's, uh, if you, you know IUDs yeah. that go inside um it goes, up your, <laughs> yeah. it goes in your pussy so you don't have yeah. a baby. <laughs> so when you insert it, it's like super painful and you can get cramps and it literally like they fling it up you know, and it goes and it's like latches onto oh, you. God. It can be super painful for people and a lot of people opt to be like sedated. Did you ever have one? Sorry if this no. is <laughs> I was I was researching it and I really, really wanted one. Yeah. But then, I mean, no one was really coming in this pussy anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, that's like the same with me. I'm like, I can like, I'll just drug up when I have period because it can help with period pain sometimes. Yeah, and there it's was an a option. good thing about it. And I was like, it's not worth me sitting in a cafe being like, I got a little thing inside me. <laughs> you know I mean? Oh my God, so <laughs> true. It's like when people got the implanons, I'd be like, yeah. I would constantly be like, oh Can my I touch arm. it? Yeah, truly. Yeah, I would just be fiddling around. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't help it. The it, people, it. It's like Vecna's, the like that thing that he got, had to get Eleven to take oh, out of his neck. Yeah. <laughs> to keep truly. him from his you powers. You just feel like, oh, I couldn't help. It's like a fidget spinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but apparently, yeah, these GPs are trying to convince people 
not to get sedated. Like that, there's like a few GPs who are like, and it's always like older female GPs who are like, oh, it's not so bad. You can oh, handle God. it. Do you know what I mean? I, I feel hate like- that logic of like, we had it shit, so you should have it shit now. It's yeah, like, why absolutely. can't we just not have shit? Can like- we have it good? <laughs> yeah. Can life be like easy for one second? I know. Let me live, bitch. Like- also, like how often do you get to be sedated? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, would I would love, love that. that. It was such a joy. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> be so good but yeah i don't understand why people and doctors sometimes i mean there's there's a lot of issues with the way that doctors talk about pain and stuff like that particularly like people with uteruses and things like that they just like sweep through it but sometimes i hear things from doctors i i've i know someone who is losing trying to lose weight and they're on light and easy and I was like, that's weird. Why are you like, cause I just feel like it's so out of vogue to be on light and easy. I was like, is this 2004? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Um, and he was saying that his doctor and he's not like a particularly big guy either, but his doctor told him that he had to lose 10 kilos to get his tonsils out. Excuse me. And I was like, that's not true. I, I'm not a med- medical professional, yeah. but I was like, I know enough are they, about tonsillitis. Are they getting to the consul, tonsils via the entire rest of his body yes. through the ass? Like, what, what are you <laughs> fucking doing? And, like, all the things I think they would say is like, oh, it's because of you needing to go under or whatever. But then it's like, can we just not find a way to make it safe for mm. people of all sizes to access this medical care? And it is safe. They just have this, like, there's this mentality of like, oh, if it's this is Pete Evans bullshit of like, well, if you're overweight, you're unhealthy and you should fix that and that's like that's laziness and like that's why you're getting sick all the time and it's like no it's been disproven so many times and like a great example of that of course is Lizzo because Lizzo is always getting shit from people Mm. who don't know their head from their ass (laughs) (laughs) um and she um I've seen her live she has so much energy she's dancing she's playing the flute she's singing and She's like an athlete. She's literally performing at degrees. Most doctors who would tell her she's too fat wouldn't be able to. Yeah. I I saw her recently doing it. She was performing while on a bike. Like she was, she was doing like yeah. a um, mm. cycle class that was like to her song. I was like, she's legit. Also, she this week um, is number one on the Hot 100 and is depressingly the first female artist in 2022. To be number one. one. Yeah. That is so strange. That is so strange because I feel like, I feel like I only listen to women's music. I'm like, who's Jack Harlow? Yeah. Oh, Oh. okay. Yeah, no. Sorry to Jack Harlow gossip. Okay. But it's not really hardcore because he ended up telling the story on stage. But basically no one could get in contact with him. He did his side shows in Melbourne and Sydney, I think. And people thought that he'd left the country and Splendor couldn't contact him. And he was like, the only time he was, he was like zooming in on interviews and stuff like that. Like he wouldn't be in the same room. So people truly thought he was like in the States. Like nobody oh. thought, they thought he was just going to bail last minute. Um, and what was the reason? Uh, no reason. Like he just. <laughs> <laughs> he could have, he could have at least said it was first mental health. <laughs> but apparently like, uh, so he, when he was in Australia, he did an interview on some show and there was a producer there who was like also super hot. Mm-hmm. And these people like Splendor, like bookers were literally like to her, can you, like he followed her on Instagram and stuff like that. And 
they were like, can you slide into his DMs? Like we have, we cannot get in contact with this man. And she slid in and was like, oh, will I be seeing you at Splendor? And he said, uh, I wasn't going to do it, but you've actually turned it around for me. I'll do it. <laughs> and then he showed up. That's wild. Yeah. And he did. And he told that story on stage. He's like, the only reason I'm here is because of a hottie. <laughs> and like, I don't even know. Like, I feel like she could be in a relationship. She could be, she could be my cousin. Knows? Yeah. That was that Splendor and got a photo with Jack Harlow. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Apparently he sang about five songs over an hour. He's, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I was yeah. like, I didn't but end up he, seeing him. Um, let's be real. Does he have more than five songs? No. And uh, the only songs that I care about are Lil Nas songs. So I'm yeah, like. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, is it industry baby or not? Otherwise I'm not. And I, I ended up having to do stand up during his set time, but I wasn't that bummed because I was like, could I hum a Jack Harlow song? No. Guys, we should talk about um, Lil Nas um, and the BET Awards. So what is going on there? Can you. Were they hating on him? So the Black Entertainment, uh, Black Entertainment Television, yeah, network. They didn't like nominate him for any of his albums for like anything. Oof. Um, and he like Lil Nas like called them out for like homophobia and that kind of stuff. And they were like, no, we like we had you as like a guest like the year before. Um, but like this was the year where he was eligible for like his like proper debut album, yeah. like you know, and they just completely ignored him and he called them out for homophobia and then they were trying to like backtrack and then he released that song that was like fuck BET, fuck BET sort of thing. And he's just been like rightfully dragging them. Wow. Yeah, it's a huge thing in like African communities and African-American communities to be homophobic. And like I'm speaking a bit, like more broadly than I should because I haven't like have a lived experience being African-American, of course. But recently one of my cousins reached out to me on Facebook and this is like a cousin who's like kind of removed and he slid into my DMs in French um, because he lives in Gabon where French is the official language. He's like, how are you doing? I'm like going back and forth with him. But like, He's also like in his thirties and I don't really know what he does. So I go into his profile and go through his profile pictures to get like a better idea of who my fucking half cousin is. Yeah. And then his second profile picture is in French saying, say no to homosexuality in Gabon. (gasps) What? Yeah. Literally his profile picture. You know those filters we all had on our profile pictures that were like support gay marriage. <laughs> yeah. Because when yeah, you go through Yeah, when you go through my profile He's pictures. He's just added don't. Yeah, like don't. <laughs> I'm like going to my own just to check and I'm like, oh, there's one of me in 2017 with a fucking rainbow. You know yeah. those filters? Yeah, 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 yeah. Same filter, but him being anti-gay. And then he asked me how I was doing. It's the week I got engaged. So I was like, I just got engaged to my girlfriend. And then he was like, send me a photo. Let me guess, he's fine with lesbians. Well, yeah. And then I sent him a photo of us and we're like kissing and we're like being cute. Um, and he was like, oh, yeah, almost the same height. That was all he had to say. And then congratulations. <laughs> no. But it is so true. People have different standards for homosexual men and women. Definitely. Yeah. And they see like being maybe a lesbian as not being so bad because like what can two women possibly do to each other? Yeah. A lot. Yeah. yeah. A lot. <laughs> but they can ruin um, you I mean, in ways that you can't imagine. Absolutely. Emotionally. Physically. And the voyeurism <laughs> of straight men kind of like, oh, like that's hot because like I imagine that like you would need me or like you want yeah. me or like, we, like you we, need some kind of like surrogate male figure in there. Absolutely. It's like fuck off. 
Yeah, and so gross. I thought that it was just one way that, like, often straight men are, you know, would, like, watch lesbian porn and find that hot and cool and all that kind of stuff, but then be extremely homophobic to men. I thought it just went that way. But I I have met, like, over the years a couple straight women that are, like, like, even some people that I had to sort of, like, distance myself from because I was friends with someone who was like fine with gay men and would have like, yeah, a lot of like gay male friends, Mm -hmm. but then would be like iffy or just outright homophobic about gay women. And I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, how is this? And it's like, we don't want you. Like I'm so not attracted to homophobic women. That is like, I would rather fuck a man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's so strange. It is like, it's almost like a, um, it's more offensive to them or upsetting to them to see like people in feminine bodies or traditionally feminine bodies like rejecting their sex as yeah. well. Like being more like, not that this is the case for like all lesbians, but like being more masculine or being more whatever is more, like, I remember in high school, a friend of mine who has since unfollowed me on Instagram. <laughs> and so I followed her. I unfollowed her and then I saw that she got engaged and I refollowed because I was like, I want to see the wedding pics. And I was like, <laughs> and I, was like I care about you, even yeah. though you might hate me now. Um, but I remember like sitting down and there was like, um, it was like us and our like super femme gay friend and we were just like, and she was just like straight up like, and, and he was the same, although I think he was just saying it to like be in the conversation, but was just like, I hate lesbians. Hate them. They're just gross. They're weird. They freak me out. They're aggressive. They're hairy. They're like all that shit that's like a lie. Um, and also, yeah, there's aggressive lesbians. <laughs> but also I'm like, yep, don't shave. <laughs> Super aggressive. <laughs> mean <Yeah>. as fuck. <laughs> but it's Weird. Like, it's like an, an offense to them or like, yeah, I'm like, you're just so trapped in like yeah. that world. It's so weird. Well, the, I've had more women tell me that they don't find women funny than I have men. Oh, that's like such internalized misogyny. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It it seems wild. to like cut much more to the core when there's this sense of like because it's also like like compensation. It's like I have to, I only feel comfortable in my femininity or my masculinity if it's a straight man um, by like rejecting what I view to be the like betrayal of that femininity or masculinity. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I have to like become so like hateful against these people just to affirm that I am, you know, I'm not like other girls and I'm, I'm, I'm precious and dainty and I'm that and, or whatever. And, and it's like, and it also kind of like with the recent manly football Jersey saga, yes. like that's all the same internalized bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, like if you can't wear a rainbow jumper, Jumper, I don't know what the right Cardigan. word is. Cardigan? Um, <laughs> it's Jersey. Crop top. Is that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They actually are talking about what they were going to put these boys in and I, I am on their side. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. You're Pink wear, cowboy hat. You're wearing jock, fucking jock tiny, tiny shorts. Yeah. That, Wrestling other men into the mud. Yeah, and you can't wear a rainbow T-shirt. Yeah. That's, grow up. It's so, and it's just wild, the, the, the harmful messaging that they're constantly wearing on them every day that is like Gambling. that leads to fucking like let alone the fact that they're rejecting the the rainbow but acceptance of lgbtqia plus symbolism has been shown in data to save lives 
the uh, spreading of gambling, alcoholism, all that kind of stuff that they attach to their bodies all the time. That, by the way, True. don't know much about him, but Jesus didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> and where's you their know? fucking boycotts where one of their teammates sexually assaults a woman? Exactly. Like, no, there's no boycott because that's fine by them, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's way worse. And she's a bitch. To, it's way worse to be in love with the person you love yeah. than to hate on them so much you commit crimes against them. It's so strange and it just and, – and I, I got to say it, it, it makes them look pretty gay to me. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, oh, these six men don't want to wear that because they're gay. Yeah, they're actually <laughs> having a gangbang right now. It's well, it's not surprising though, which is the most upsetting thing. You're just kind of like, Ugh. I wanted to ask you guys, like how do you feel about like, like things like AFL and NRL doing these kind of like – pride matches or, you know, wear a pride jersey. Like I am sort of on the fence about it. Like, because I feel like on one hand, it's like maybe it will save lives, you know, maybe uh, having, and obviously we want sport to be inclusive and like there is so much homophobia that has existed there like culturally for so long. So we need to address it. But I don't know that like just slapping on a jersey or chucking a rainbow on the field is doing that. Like mm. it doesn't feel like we're actually changing much. And on the other hand, we're also opening up so much like scrutiny because, you know, like I was reading like some article on Facebook or Insta about this NRL jersey thing and just the comments, like the flood of comments of people just absolutely hating on like the whole queer community basically being like, you know, that all this fucking woke bullshit, blah, 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 because it makes out that like our plight as queer people is just to have little rainbows on a shirt, Mm. you know, it's minimizing our struggle. Mm. It's like virtue signaling. Yeah. And it it feels like, you know, if we're going to go up into the firing line, I'd rather it be for something that's like actually like making change rather Mm. than something bullshit like a fucking jersey like I don't care this is true I will say though uh, because I agree and I think that it's also like uh, it how I hope that this is filtering out into the locker room chat as well I hope that it's changing things there because that sounds fucking awful Mm. I remember when I was young I think I was a teenager Zach Jack <laughs> He played for the Brisbane Lions. <laughs> and anyway, and he, he said like- We'll edit it in yeah, post. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, insert redacted. Um, he said he was like, which he copped a lot of shit for it at the time, which also rightly so. He was like, if I was a gay footballer, I wouldn't come out. He said it in a, it, not in the way that I hear it, but if I was a footballer who was gay- I probably wouldn't come out. Look at what fucking happens to people who do stand up for who they are and what they believe in. It's fucking awful. And unless you've got like a team of people coming together, unless you got a guaranteed support from X, Y, and Z, like no AFL players have ever come out. Yeah. Ever. And I know some of them are fucking. Oh, I'm, I'm, I may have gone to school with some of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I absolutely have. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, but also like the thing is, I guess on a smaller scale, they're like, oh, we can put, we can slap rainbows on some shit and it's not really changing anything. But the hope, I guess, underneath it all is that, oh, we're used to seeing rainbows everywhere. We're like yeah. kind of like making baby steps. But yeah. it's also like we need we need more than these crumbs. Yeah. We need systematic change. We need people to be comfortable to come yeah. out. 
Yeah. And I guess they're just going, oh, we need people to be comfortable come out. So we'll give them a rainbow jersey. But yeah. it's not enough. But it's, it's also the, so much of like our like so-called Australian like white culture and stuff like that that unfortunately does like run this country and runs the media and stuff like that is so linked to masculinity and patriarchal roles that we do we need these fucking guys to wear a rainbow because there's some kid in fucking Broken Hill. Mm. Why well, did I mean I talk about all I did a gig there and I was like any gays in and there was one. Hey. <laughs> and then I got a message from this chick being like, it's so nice seeing like queer people. We don't get queer anything here. Yeah. yeah. And like that kind of shit. And and a lot of Australia is at least an hour out of the city. And also like there's a lot of different communities and around in even in inner city Melbourne that we just don't interact with as well. And if it's there, if it's being seen, if it's talked about, it does get more normalized, mm. you know, yeah. like it does. You want it paired with systematic change as well, um, particularly for young trans kids too, especially like it's oh, just all the stuff with trans people in sport plus this. It's like it's a fucking minefield. Yeah. Mm. But so, it, just, yeah. it feels like we're not progressing though. It feels like we keep coming back to this same thing where like, you know, I'm pointing out the problem here. I feel like I'm not like giving a solution because I don't but necessarily it's, know. It's like, like impossible to come up with like one solution that's going to fix all of this. Um, you know, like straight away, I'm like, I want to set fire to everything and like burn it to the ground and start new. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's face it, like, that's not going to be possible. It's not going to happen. And yeah. too many people would be against. No, I think you're right. Let's this. burn down the MCG. <laughs> <laughs> but Actually, that's yeah. the, the queer <laughs> agenda is. A nice cleansing fire. Yeah. Um, but it's also so funny as well that on one hand, you know, we've got the AFL, men's AFL hasn't had a single player come out. Has in the its NRL history. had one? Maybe I like think one NRL, guy. maybe. Yeah. Um, Every single AWFL player. <laughs> yeah, <is a> <laughs> exactly. It's <laughs> so good. Every single one. Every week's a pride match. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so, yeah, it is. It's such a funny fucking contrast to what's really like going on and like. It also is funny how, like, when AFLW started, there were all these blokes being like, nah, it won't be fucking as good. Like, it's not going to be as good. I'm not interested. But then they realised quickly that it just means more football for more of the year and now they're all on board and stuff like that. It's like it's not as complicated as you're making it, baby. You're making it a lot harder. I think it's it's this is when we start getting into like the dodgy ground of like religious freedoms and stuff like that. But it's not fucking like – Again, it's tales all this time. I hate to sound like a fucking Tim Minchin wanker or something like that. <laughs> but, like, oh, you're wearing two different types of fabric that are sewn into each other, babe. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. so many things in the Bible that don't add up. So just take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Bible was against taxing the poor yeah. Yeah. and profiting off, you know, um, Un- unskilled labor but then i mean there was slavery in the bible too yeah but like come on come it was on. written a long time, time ago yeah can we know? just like chill in the 21st century can we like make it our <laughs> own fun i watched um what's that moses movie the prince of Exodus. egypt oh last God, night i love prince of egypt it's so <laughs> good music yes can be miracles. <laughs> that is gay. it doesn't go as hard in the movie because it's like quite a faint like yeah there can be miracles. and then when it gets to the credits we have whitney and mariah yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like it's so big and it's like 
among your folks into your home into your <laughs> <laughs> like, the playing song. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, it's so fucking. Have you like, seen Prince of Egypt? I haven't. Yeah, and really the like music it. was written by a gay man who loves Jesus, yeah. Stephen Schwartz. And they were gonna do they were gonna do a proper Broadway. Um, do you reckon that's gonna come back? I think Can so. Can you see a revival? Totally. Like, it was going to happen. Why, why did they stop? Was it pandemic? COVID? It might have been COVID or something like that. In fact, I think it might still be coming. But, yeah, it's going to oh have God, some kind of Broadway. so epic. It's, it's fantastic. Huge. The music is so good. And, and Ray Fiennes like, randomly singing. and uh, I know. And Sandra Bullock is in it. But yeah. when she sings, you're like, that's not Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Sandra. interesting if that did come back and if they did cast it, who would be in what role? Will it be a holy and Michelle funny girl drama? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm ready. Yeah, who's gunning for Moses? Who's yeah, been, like, yeah. <laughs> manifesting Moses their whole life? I love it. I love it so much. And imagine parting the sea. On the oh. stage. Oh, it's, yeah. it's incredible. I watch these stories and I'm like, like, and also like I went to a Catholic school. So did you. You grew up with religion, religion as well. Yeah. It's like they're epic stories. Like I understand. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like it's, you know, the cinematic universe of the Bible is huge. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't watch that stuff and think it's not gay. You know, Ramesses and Moses, ha- oh. there's some tension there. Yeah. Yeah, and there's like, some tension. Honestly, homosexuality is as old as life. Mm. Yeah. Um, so let's accept it and move on. Absolutely. And, <sighs> yeah. uh, and like, we're really digging deep on like we're, <laughs> shit, this, this, this episode. This episode is so what are we, spiritual. What are our yeah, little snack bites at the start going to be this week on Pop Guys to talk about <laughs> monkey pox, <Yeah>, yeah. <laughs> existentialism, yeah. and your and footprint. Every, and every element of. <laughs> multifaceted homophobia in in reality in the world <laughs> but like even the parts of the bible that people use as reasons to be homophobic or whatever it's like are gravely misinterpreted you know like the whole thing about um like sodom and the, that part about that it's it's what was going wrong that wasn't lying with another man it was lying with um children and it was like all lying like taking advantage of Which someone's we hospitality. We can all agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We as a as a podcast, we say yeah. do not lay with children. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Leave the children alone. Protect the children. Um yeah, people people will be familiar with this, I'm sure, because there's so many TikToks about it being like you True. thought the Bible was about X, but it's actually about this. <laughs> um so I'm really doing a butchering of that. But you know what? I'm saying it now. I think there's some falsities in the Bible. <laughs> I think there's some inconsistencies. And there's, de- for sure, there's plot holes. I will say that. The yeah. fact that you've got four guys telling me different stories about the same thing. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, why would you just put that in one book? Couldn't you just put the one? Yeah. No, you get all four perspectives. Get your own book as the well. The Bible is like the start of Pretty Little Lies where, uh, well, sorry, no, Big Little Lies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> when they're all like giving their own perspectives, all the parents on the PTA oh, giving yeah. evidence. I love that show. Yeah. You make me want to watch it again yeah i've I've, never watched it but i've heard great things so good it's so particularly season one holy shit it's fucking good it's sexy yeah i wonder if people said that about like the old testament when the new testament came out they were like i don't know i like the old testament like new testament felt like they were just trying reaching for you know um relevancy and like (laughs) (laughs) everybody was like oh god should have a son and then the writers kind of like gave in to the fans and i don't know (laughs) (laughs) well i'm I'm glad we solved homophobia. We did it. Yeah, we actually achieved a lot. And 
Um, I'm going to make a horrendous segue, but just <laughs> roll with it. Um, tell you who else made huge changes for the gay community. Neighbours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who had... Um, what did they have? What did they have, Charlie? <laughs> Tell us about the gay community. They had a non-binary character just as the show was about to get cancelled. Yes. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> may or may not have been why the show was cancelled. <laughs> they were not. They yes. were not the reason, but the fact that they brought them in so late, I'm like, come yes. on. It's so funny. But one of the girls is a trans girl. Yeah. Well, I don't know if she's still there, but for a while there was a, a girl on Neighbours, like a lead Georgie role. something. Yeah. What did they do to her? Did they kill her in the storyline? No, no, anything. Yeah. She moved. Yeah. To, she moved. To they didn't have smoke. the budget for any more. I deaths. think Susan <laughs> Carl just adopted her and then moved her on to another. Like there, at this point, they have just like so many children. Anyway, neighbors is wrapping up. Oh, it's wrapped I have, up. Yeah, <laughs> bye tonight. Bye. Well, last night. Last was it? night. Yeah. So we're recording this a couple of weeks in advance to when you'll hear this. Probably. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, I haven't watched it yet. I. I didn't realize until last night when I was avoiding watching it because I've already made plans with a couple of friends of mine to watch it on Sunday night because we couldn't get together before then. Um, so no spoilers, <laughs> but I know everyone comes back and it's neighbors. Um, but I was watching my favorite clips like when we didn't know if Didge, um, Rachel or Donna were pregnant, um, like when Rob uh, burnt down the pub and killed a man and nobody ever talked about it again. Oh. <laughs> and like the plane crash that killed Serena and her family when Ditch died and yes. Kate Miller Hyde keys. It's the last day on earth. Oh my I God. I was sifting through these clips online when Susan found out about Carl's affair. I just Sky like, with her purple, um, her purple streak in yes. her hair, having a brief lesbian fling with, with Lana, Lana, the, the Canadian. Canadian. <laughs> in a fucking um, and then she got pushed over in the like portalo. Yes, yes, yeah. And they actually brought back Lana and Sky to get married in 2020, but so much news was happening that we missed it. Are you serious? Sky and Lana came back to Ramsey Street to get married. No, they didn't. They absolutely did. Are you kidding me? I kid you not. That was such a formative thing for me. Yeah. It was huge. It was also, the first lesbian my kiss sister, on television. Um, to this day, like, says that Didge was her sexual awakening. That's shameful. <laughs> Didge? Didge. Didge? She had a, thing she had a shaggy haircut. She was like, oh, I'm gay now. Yeah, basically. Um, Didge. I'm she so excited a- to watch it. Apparently Margot Robbie came back, as did Kylie and someone else. But I saw a pic of Kylie and she's got her curly hair from like oh, when she was on it. Like she got it. I just think it's so gorgeous. And like, yeah. yes, it's done some awful, awful things in terms of plot oh, lines, yeah. but it was always trying to be up with the times. Definitely. Yeah. You know? And like, I've never seen a single episode, but I'm sure as hell going to watch the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you totally should. That Actually, I'd be very interested yeah. to hear your take on it. All right, well, re- regroup after... Yeah. Oh my We've god, Aurelia! What like this must be so like strange. Like I know people are like obsessed with neighbors, and it, it there's this German TV show called Gute. I think it's called Gute Zeiten, Schlechte Zeiten, which means like good times, bad times. <laughs> At least that's what I think it, it was called, and it has like the same neighbors vibe, and like yeah. it's people love it, and I don't even know if it's still on. Um, but also, like growing up, I wasn't allowed to watch any of that shit. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. It's like, so it's like for me, I like I get the concept, and like I'm getting the the plot holes from even like snippets of episodes I would have seen. Yeah. 
at like a partner's parents' Definitely. house. And it's just but, been this yeah. sort of like industry vehicle for yeah, like, like people get their first role yeah. on Neighbours yeah. and then damn Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say I'm devastated that I never even made a guest appearance. Or yeah, like, a, as like should have been an extra. Should have yeah. some, done some extra work in the lead up. Yeah. Like, my friend did extras work and it was the episode where Gina Liano had a like, oh cameo walk-on role. Incredible. And I was like, what a moment in history. And also, like, what is, what's coming now? Like, are they replacing it with another similar show? No, it's just no, cancelled. It's, it's cancelled. Because it, uh, it's been primarily funded by some British... Um, That's why it's huge in the UK. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. It's, it's, and the Queen is paying for it. And <laughs> oh, no one in Australia And is since they took it off Channel 10 and put it on 11 or Mango or whatever the fuck the channel is, um, <laughs> Mango. no one has been watching it here. And so they've been making all their money from Channel 5, I think it is, in the UK. Yeah. But they've stopped funding it. And so. Yeah, and that and was it. They were trying to get someone to like, they're like please, yeah. somebody take it here. They're like, Stan. And Sam was just like, no. Nah. Stan was like, we spend too much money on Drag Race, but it's still, yes. but it's still very budget. We so yes, I'm very excited to watch Neighbors. Um, end of an era. Um, we, we'll discuss it next episode once we've all seen the big finale. Yes. Um, do you guys have pops or flops for this week? I have a very simple pop this week. It's a lip gloss. <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> this lip gloss is by a brand called Too Faced. Is this sponsored content, yeah. Aurelia? It's, I'm not sponsored, but Too Faced should sponsor me. It's also spe- spelled too, like too much instead yeah. of two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Lip Injection Extreme. And if you can't afford to get an actual lip injection and you also kind of don't want to commit to that, this is like around 40 bucks. And it lasts forever. It makes your lips all huge and swollen and red. And <laughs> I'm wearing it right now. I'm feeling the hot girl fantasy. You look um, amazing. I yeah. love when my lips are glossed. It's just giving me that like 2000s. Yes. You know? It feels dewy. Like you feel yeah. renewed. I'm like, mm-hmm. I say that with like a hair that I haven't washed in a week. and like <laughs> yeah. crispy face. I'm like, yeah, I still agree when you do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Must be nice. I'll get it for the you for your birthday. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and for you, Charles, um, yours. My pop this week is a Twitter feud um, that happened this week um, between Kim Chi and Trixie Mattel. <gasps> Um, did you guys see any of this? No, still. <laughs> well, I also just assumed they would be friends because they have like I don't know. So yeah, they have similar like, like energies. Oh, they yeah. started. They're both. They started drag together. They ha- are BFFs, and the whole thing was just to strum up attention for their <laughs> shared makeup palette. <laughs> Oh my god! It was a fake beef. It was a fake beef. I was so funny. I was buying it. Yeah. Until just then. But like, it was like for like three days, and like no one was buying it. Like they <laughs> like, but it was so, it became like so ridiculous and funny. Like it was like Kim putting up tweets, being like, like Trixie, you like your ego has consumed you, and one day you will pay the price. Your downfall <laughs> is coming, and like. Drama has a way of coming back to you and it eats at your soul. And then, like, Trixie being, like... And then, like, they both, like, unfollowed each other on everything oh to, my like, God. to, like, give it, like, Genius. legitimacy. And, like, everyone's, like, talking about it, being, like, this is clearly them. They're coming out with some kind of makeup palette. 
Um, <laughs> and they were like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> Never sees. And like, it worked. Like, it, it doesn't even matter how obvious and stupid it is. Like, everyone was talking about them and like it's bringing- It's just like fun. Also, what a fun like experiment, yeah. you know? Mm. I, I love, and then the, I think the makeup palette is called BFFs forever or something like that. So it was kind of also like when they announced it, it was also like, we're back together again. Like oh. we've, <laughs> we've come Ooh. through. I found it so funny. I mean, oh, they're man. doing their own PR shit yeah. and that's yeah. really smart. We should have a feud. Oh my God. When I'd we love need uh, you know, to like. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be so depressing if we started a feud. And then it's like, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, or yeah, worse, no, I, no, if I they were like, like agreeing with us, being like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm so sorry. And like, just one of us gets totally canceled <laughs> through the feud. Oh my God. And then we have to come back through it and we don't even have a makeup palette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So that's my pop for the week. What's yours? It. My pop is the album Let Go by Avril Lavigne. Um, <laughs> Love it. It celebrated its 20-year anniversary when we were on hiatus. Back when um, she was alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the clone thing, which I really struck a chord with Charlie. And um, whether she is with us or not, it was a fucking incredible debut. I really encourage you to go back, listen to Let Go, listen to Mobile, listen to the B tracks. I got to say, maybe it's from Overplay, uh, Skip Skater Boy. It was written for the radio and it did just that. Um, but Don't yeah. skip Skater Boy. <laughs> <laughs> but everything else, it's just so, and there's a song, everything else. It's so good, an incredible debut, and I. it's a shame we lost her so early on <laughs> in her career. But it really is. It makes me think of like, I was like, this is the Olivia Rodrigo of like my time, you know? I can imagine yeah. like, as seven-year-old dancing on their bed to like, good for you, like to uh, something they've never <laughs> even felt before. <laughs> but I like innately know what it feels I like. I know exactly yeah. what heartbreak mm-hmm. is, you know? And when you're like too punk. <laughs> she was the perfect like bottledness of yeah. that era of like angsty, like, you know. Yes. Girl mm. power. Love it. And it really does happen in like rotations, you know, there was Jagged. Now and let go, and now there's whatever Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo. Sour. I mean, one of her yeah. songs. I, I'm pretty sure she may have got sued because it was like she almost, got sued for every song on that album. Yeah, yeah, because it was like just inspired by that era, but yeah. like yeah. modernized. But and one like of them is very yassified. much an Avril Lavigne song, yeah. redone. Yeah, wow. Yeah. But I, I mean. mean <laughs> We're you gonna know. get to a point where no song is original. So. Honestly, everything is not original. Yeah, like this podcast has literally already been made by some other true twinks. Yeah, yeah. somewhere <laughs> else. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much for listening. See you next See week. See you guys. Bye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at PopGazePod. And if you like this episode, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget, be gay. (laughs) (laughs) Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com.
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.